I'm Darius and I'm Sam and welcome to the Oxford Studio podcast. This podcast is by young people for young people just to talk about the things that we care about. We're here to give you a voice whether that's the voice your creativity, your professionalism or just something that you're doing that you feel needs to be spoken about. And if you want to get in touch and actually get on this podcast you really can. We don't like I mean, we promise. And we genuinely, we promise. But the real question here is, are you listening? I mean, are you listening? Are you listening? Are you listening? <laughs> Let's just get on into the podcast. Welcome back to the Black Lives Matter mini-series. There are some themes within this mini-series that may be upsetting to you. If it is triggering to you, themes of racism, bullying, and various other things, please we implore you to listen to another one of our podcasts that will be much more beneficial to you. Thank you, and I, we hope you enjoy the Black Lives Matter mini-series. Let's get into it right now. Hey there, it's Darius again, and welcome back to the Oxford Youth Podcast. Today is a very special episode of the Black Lives Matter mini-series. This is a collaboration episode with Zero to 100 podcast, and let me just say, they are another amazing podcast in Oxfordshire, so if you haven't already checked them out, make sure you do so. And if you're hearing my voice for the very first time, hey, I'm Darius. I am a trustee for Oxfordshire Youth. I am a dancer, blogger, writer, amongst many other things. I have a YouTube channel. And yeah, I am one of the co-hosts of the Oxfordshire Youth Podcast. So thank you so much for being here with us today. This is the Black Lives Matter mini-series. And this part is called Fantastic Allies and Where to Find Them. We will be talking to so many amazing allies, including Bear and H, because, you know, they're amazing. And we want to get into so many deep conversations on why we should all be allies, why should we should all be standing by, you know, black people, especially not even just now, but forever. We should have been doing, everyone should have been doing this. But right now, like everyone needs to kind of open their eyes a bit and realize, oh, we probably should be standing by these people. So it's going to be a super exciting episode. We have lots of people on to chat to. And yeah, it's definitely going to be um, super, super fun. If you've come from the Zero to 100 podcast, you're in for a treat. Um, like Bear and HR are absolutely amazing. Their podcast is fantastic. And if you are just fans of the Oxford Youth podcast, as I said earlier, go and check out the Zero to 100 podcast because they are absolutely fantastic. So on today's episode, we have Bear and H, obviously two of the coolest people I know, like in my mind, they're like my cousins. They probably aren't my cousins, but they could be. Like we, we could probably like work it into like a family tree and pretend that we're cousins. I'm super excited to see everything that they're doing with their podcast and just really killing the game. We have Ben, another member of Oxfordshire Youth Voice. He is such a fantastic human being and probably like one of the kindest people I've ever met. Another amazing person from Collective Conversations is on this podcast, Jazz. Now Jazz is just, I think since we 
met, and I'm air quoted met because we've never met in real life, but we've met through the power of Instagram and the power of journalism. It's been absolutely amazing getting to know her, her background, like things that she's been through and just get into some really deep conversations. And I genuinely believe Jazz will be a friend for life. Another friend for life is Saskia, also met through Collective Conversations. She is the LGBTQ plus editor of Collective Conversations. So it's going to be really interesting to get her viewpoints of everything that's going on in the world. And last but by no means least, my brother from another mother, like genuinely, like we are in my mind and in his mind, we are family and there is, there's pretty much no one who can tell us different. Ricardo, he is a fantastic model. I'm extremely proud of his progression and it's just going to be amazing to have him on and all of these other amazing people. Let's get right into the depth of this conversation. I'm so excited to invite everyone on right now. Hi everyone, it's so lovely to see you, to have you on this podcast. So many amazing, beautiful people on this one episode. How are you all feel feeling today? Like, I mean, this today, this is mind-blowing for me because there was just so many of my friends on here and it's like, oh my goodness, like my people all in one place at one time. Yet we're in like this whole quarantine season. It feels great. Like we're going to start off with Bear and H. Like, as you know, this episode is a collaboration episode with the Zero to 100 podcast. So we're going to start with these boys. Like, as we've said previously, like they are my cousins. So cousins, how how you guys doing? Hello, <laughs> cousin. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go by the name of Bear. Um, and I guess the thing is, our background is well, I'm a gas engineer by trade, stroke plumber. That's why I noticed the copper pipes in the background. <laughs> my and um, I'm basically from my electrical background, construction as well. Um, I'm not actually Oxfordshire born, I'm Aldbury, but Bear is from Oxford, so that's literally. Yeah, and like I said, our passion is the podcast. Right now, you kind of can see the uh, the podcast room, if not. Logo is supposed to be there, but that's a long story. <laughs> like said, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, our passion is just podcasting, interviewing, directing, um, all that creative kind of stuff. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've had, like, the privilege of knowing you. I mean, I feel like I've known you since birth now, but I've only yeah. known you, like, six months or so, which is mad to me. It was soft, soft launch, wasn't it? Ed's NX Mags. Yeah. Was yeah. And that was, like, <laughs> that was literally, like, September last year. So that, actually, no, it's probably now almost a year ago now. That's mad to me, because I feel like we've literally oh, grown up together. <laughs> I just, okay. Wow. Wow, we're getting old. Yeah. We're so getting we, old. First, uh, where you had this, um, can we say what you wore? Oh yeah, you can say exactly what I wore. Like, <laughs> oh, I want to know this. This is when the gold toilet got robbed. Yeah, and next thing you know, Davy's stolen. just stolen. stolen. Yeah, and Davy's just comes in there with some bright gold shoes, and, and I, 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 I like, but I'm end up Davy's like, yo. I'm, I'm looking at the CEO like, I think I know where your toilet, I know where it <laughs> went, and what it got motored down into. So we had, uh, we had, we had Dominic, the CEO of Glenda Palace, who stood there, and we had uh, Richard Rosser from B4 Magazine Stroke Network, and we all kind of were talking about this toilet disappearing, and all I had just went, there's your <laughs> <laughs> And Darren yeah. just standing there like, 
It wasn't me. Yeah, it saying. was me. Like, I'm sorry, guys. It wasn't me. Like, I know I'm black. I know people think black people rob things, but I did not steal the toilet. Like, <laughs> we were like, we were like, for once, we're not getting done for science. Yeah, yeah, so we, we, we were like, why did you get robbed? Now, Jazz, my, my sister, like my sister in dance, my sister in like, creative <laughs> writing, like, <laughs> um, how have you been over this time? Like, it's, it's been a whirlwind, the fact that we met during quarantine. And again, it feels like I've known you forever. <laughs> I know, it's mad. It's some, sometimes you just click with people. I think that just happened, like, with you. Um, when you just, I think we have quite a lot in common. Yeah. Both coming from quite a, a dance background. Just, I think that does connect you a lot. So, yeah, no, it's, it's been so nice getting to know Darius. And, and you know, all of your projects as well are just amazing. I have so much... So much admiration for you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, guys, go to Collective Conversations. Again, after you listen to this podcast, or whilst you're listening to this podcast, you know, multitasking, like, <laughs> go and read, like, go and read all of Jazz's column. Like, just just enjoy yourself. Like, have so, fun. And just, just eat it all up because it's absolutely amazing and like i'm actually proud to have like two members of collective conversation on here at the same time so like we're, we're properly yeah. representing today it's absolutely yeah. amazing so much promo to come like <laughs> <laughs> there's so much good stuff on there um definitely go read some 100 <laughs> percent currently yeah yeah nice. <laughs> Woo! see we 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 appreciate the love because you know you got you got to support your people even if you're the people mm -hmm. who are your people you haven't met yet but you got to support your people yeah. like yeah, yeah. yeah we meet so many amazing people through doing collective conversations and I think like even just as a sort of writer being able to talk talk about all these issues and especially on our little group chat we always yeah. send different posts and information and it's just so it's really refreshing to to be able to just have these discussions um, and hear different perspectives, which is the which is the point, isn't it? It's kind yeah. of meant to to get different, well, no, I do different points of view and and combine them and see yeah. see how it works. And I think it works really well. It's yeah. it's been really successful. So one hundred percent. But honestly, like that's how I've sort of been keeping up to date. It's again, I think being able to surround yourself with people who do like to think about these things and keep yep. up to date date educated that's just been so powerful um in sort of over quarantine and and everything because we've had much more time or yeah. i don't know most people have had more time to reflect and to read and do all those things and so collective conversations has just sort of educated me and made me just a hundred times more passionate about um all of the social injustices that we kind of are trying to address, which mm. I thought was great. Exactly, and I'm just, I'm so proud to know you and like, have <laughs> met you. And also yeah. Saskia, I'm so proud that I've met you as well. Like Saskia oh, is a phenomenal yeah. writer. Like again, on Collective Conversations, we're gonna plug it again. Um, she oh, is oh. the LGBT um, editor of Collective Conversations. And like, you just, I mean, I've learned so much, like, mm checking my own biases and being like whoa I didn't even know I thought like that so I think it's amazing what you are doing Saskia like 
Mm. I just want you to like explain more about like your writing style like where it all came from because like it's extremely (laughs) empowering yeah that's really lovely of you that's funny I would I think the same thing like I feel like I've I've learned so much from you like I've just like taken so much of your knowledge and just like absorbed (laughs) it over the last over this last quarantine and I'm so grateful to like have met you because it's been an incredible learning experience like reading your articles and stuff they are top notch um sorry (laughs) so yours (laughs) um i don't i don't know i feel like i i love english literature i'm studying gonna study english literature at um university and i don't know i feel like a lot of queer stuff like a lot of um like especially female queer um issues aren't spoken about very much and Mm -hmm. especially in the community that I grew up in I have a Catholic Irish father and a Catholic Lebanese mother it's just there's not much room for queer identity to thrive Mm -hmm. so I wanted to speak about gay there are certain things I didn't even realize and I think the fact that like specifically on collective conversations we are you know making those moves having those conversations and people are reading it and they find out like oh like even within our own group as we've been saying like there are things we all didn't know and we're all learning and i think that's probably like the best way to be like the fact that we're all learning is brilliant yeah yeah Yeah. i feel like we work well together creatively like all of us like reading different articles like we bounce off each other quite well yeah definitely yeah it's just it's it's a beautiful community of just fantastic human beings (laughs) now ricardo i'm gonna come to you next and like i have known you for such a long time and it's just in my mind you could only ever be my brother and there's there's no questioning that um i've told my parents this and they're like yep cool he's part of the family now um so (laughs) They, they just they just accept it and the, the good thing is like like literally you could walk to our house now knock on the door and my parents would just be like yep come in like come in son like it's fine so i, mean, I don't know, I mean, I know what i would do without a little bit of darius or djg or you know, mama smith in my in my life you know <laughs> you 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 got you know enough um you, you guys are giving out enough positive energy for the whole of oxford all four times lucky to have you <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, buddy. Now, um, if you guys aren't visual watchers, if you aren't watching, if you can't see, you will not be able to see Ricardo's bone structure. You will not be able to see his hair. You will not be able to see like all of the brilliant things he has going on. Um, like Ricardo out here being a model, not just not just not just a model, but a model, a model, you know. So like. I know, and you know, you know when like you're like ridiculously proud of a friend, and you're just there, like that my best friend over there, <laughs> like upon these magazine. This that's that's me, like every day. <laughs> so like, how has your journey been to get to where you are today? Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's, it's been a, an adventure, man. Like I um, I just like traveling and like experiencing new things and creating. So. For me, it's perfect because um, I get to travel around the world just just modeling and meeting new people. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it has its ups and downs, you know, like right now with coronavirus, everything, like a lot of people is on a standstill, but 
it's part of life you know you've kind of got to go of the go of the flow of the industry and 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 take things as it as it comes not really you know get offended by people because there's a lot of rejection as well you know mm. everyone thinks it's an easy thing um and it's not a hard job so don't get me wrong but you know there's a lot of like a lot that goes on mentally um with it that is that no one no one really sees but yeah i mean i'm loving life you know i have a great life so i can't really complain yeah definitely and if, if anyone listening or watching is looking for a model like <laughs> there, there is one right here like you know <laughs> pay, pay him the full coin i don't want to hear none of you being like oh no i'll pay i'll pay you with like free promotion no 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 money <laughs> cash <laughs> money is what is needed okay yeah, thank promotion. you thank you <laughs> stock my fridge <laughs> like, could you imagine agent. if it did like in my like could you imagine like me walking around just like everyone just like do you have money do you do you have a business like do you need a model ricardo literally would like would, that would be my marketing strategy and like i would bargain to get you like the most amount of money humanly possible um so um, yeah. <laughs> you're the, really the, honestly every, every single every single post every single time i get like a shout out from you man um, like you keep me going, you know, on my bad days and that you got, you're there and you got my back to the support. So I, I have nothing but love for you, man. Nothing oh, I love, love you too, buddy. Ben, how are you? <laughs> how are you? I'm good, thanks. Recently good, discovered thanks. your TikTok, so <laughs> that's been interesting. <laughs> Thank you. It's, um, it's an interesting place, which is going to get more interesting because I'm potentially going to get more socially active on there i'm not mm. sure how but we we go and work out some kind of nice. thing to be like black lives matter feminism all of the yeah. things support the people <laughs> i've not been up not been up to much during lockdown you know because still in still in school so just trying to keep up with all all of that really um but yeah not not doing any cool creative projects like all you guys are unfortunately um but i've been i've been trying to trying to design some games and stuff so just, just you know thinking about stuff for the future but i not not got anything out there in the public unfortunately I mean, I mean, that's fine, but like, I love how you try to downplay, like, play that, like, that wasn't a really cool thing. Like, you're just like, like oh, I've just designed some games. Who, who does that in their spare time? Like, who just casually is like, oh, I just designed some games. Like, that's an amazing thing. <laughs> it's, you know, oh, yeah, I, I, I get the same thing as Ricardo. Don't, don't bring me up too much, you know? It takes takes a lot that's really cool yeah thanks so now now we're all best friends and so now everyone's comfortable now we can get into the fun interesting topics of allyship <laughs> because i mean it's not necessarily a fun topic but there's so much to unpack so much to talk about and i think we all have i guess differing opinions similar opinions and i think we can all have a very interesting conversation so my first question for you all, um, I've asked every single person on this podcast so far this question because I think everyone's reaction to trauma is different. So how did you guys react to when you saw the brutal murder of George Floyd, Amord Arbery, Breonna Taylor and the countless others? Like, it was, it was mad to even see that on TV or on social media. But 
like Baron H, like how did you react when you first saw it? First, uh, you know what? I don't know. It's like it's. It depends. So like, but my thing would be like, you know, how often do you see someone you know, buy? It's like if you're back to like my neighborhood, and then you see many people from different walks of lives like passing away in front of you, brutal violence, crime, uh, anything to go from A to Z. Yeah. Kind of like, sadly, it becomes the norm. Yeah. Like the messed up thing is like when you know when when those three people that you said passed away you know rest in peace and that it's it's one of those when you go you know what what can you use like yeah another one of us is dead so you know? de- you're desensitized yeah you kind thing. of you become numb to it in a, in a sad way so it's like seeing the videos for what they were the real like and you know the, you could feel the pain inside each video when he said I can't breathe yeah and but like it kind of like it triggers a nerve inside. And when, when I say us, I mean people of color. It kind of yeah. triggers a nerve inside us where we go, you know, when does this stop? Like, when is enough is enough? You know, and then when you see anyone die, it kind of triggers it. But in a, in a sad way, it will kind of been, it was kind of like, ah, cool, another one, another well, one passed away. And this happened, it, I mean, you get used to people dying anyway, I guess, when you like come from our background. But then, like, when this George thing happened, it was like, some people are like, why are you making it a big matter now, even though yeah. it happened all the time? And it's like, it came to a point where the pressure's just been building, and this was the last straw that broke the camel's back, right? Yeah. It's how people are getting angry and this and that, and people are like, well, oh, it's just one guy. But the thing is, it's not just one guy. It's the fact that it's kind of been happening for so long that now it's considered... The norm beforehand, it used to be a beatdown, right? Yeah. So it would always be a beatdown from from law enforcement, from another party, you know, another crew. And yeah. but now it's become instead of a beatdown, it's a beatdown plus. Okay, cool. We're gonna start killing, you know. Yeah. And it kind of like when you watch these videos, it kind of like shows you the sorts of human beings that are living on this world right now. And and it's crazy for some people to sit there and turn around and say. No, 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 it was, it was just, it was just, there's nothing just about kneeling on someone's neck. Anyone from the age of five and above would realize when you stand on someone's neck or hold someone's neck or like put something against the neck, pressure's pressure. And yeah, and it's just like, when you look at it, you kind of think, is it necessary to have like 15 people on one, five on one, three on one? Like when we used to grow up and we used to have, there used to be fights in our neighborhood, we knew three against one was going to be unfair. I mean, unless you were like some six foot built like Brock Lesnar type of, you know, Hulk Hogan, then, you know, that's all like comic and Marvel and stuff. But, you know, no one's Thanos in this world. But, you know, it's just, I don't want to say kind of like, I didn't want to look at it and say, you guys like say, oh, yeah, uh, it's just another person dead. But sadly, it kind of, you kind of go, all right, well, what can I do now? Do you know I mean, mm-hmm. where does it become a point where you can actually say something without sounding to someone else is in, oh, here he goes again, going off his rocket again. There goes Bear. Bear's shooting off like a crazy Muslim man. You know, oh, here he goes with the stories, sounding like an old man. You know, like, where, where, where do you, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much how we kind of looked at it. We were just, mm. I mean, without sounding, we were just annoyed. We just got sick and it's sad. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that annoyance is something that has resonated with a lot yeah. of people, no matter your background, race or anything. It's just kind of been like, 
yo, like, this is a person's life who's been taken, like, and not, not even they've just died, they have been murdered, lynched, assassinated in broad daylight. And yeah. it's not like it's not like it was anything that happened under cover. It was it was in the middle of the day. So, and the fact, see, I don't want to even bring up what happened in that video, but seeing people around it and just kind of filming it was like, wow. At that time, you're so traumatized being around it that you couldn't have even gone over to have helped because you're like, well, if I help, is that going to be me too? And it's like, do yeah. I just stand there? record it so there's evidence of this and hopefully that with me recording this hopefully it doesn't happen against someone else but unfortunately we're living in times where it continues to happen and from the time of George Floyd's death there have been countless other murders that have happened and it's really quite terrifying like Jazz how did you feel about it and how how has your feelings changed from when it happened and now that we've kind of progressed a bit more during this period, have your opinions or thoughts or feelings changed on that? Well, I think, I mean, I guess initially when, when I sort of first heard of it and when the video was going around, I mean, I was a mixture of horrified, outraged and like hurt. And I think it was, it's so true that we are kind of desensitized to particularly people of colour dying because you know there are so if you look there are so many videos online that are viral of incidents just like the same as George Floyd and it's terrifying isn't it that there is yeah. you know we're so almost used to seeing that um but even even then when I kind of my immediate reaction to, to what happened to George Floyd it was that I mean I guess it kind of made me more angry than I already was about mm. racism and how overt it really can be and how many people still deny the fact that overt racism exists um and I think now the feelings have kind of I mean they're still there I think if I <laughs> if you really think about it long enough you will get angry or hurt yeah. and and I mean this is coming from a white person as well so you know I can't even begin to to understand how it would feel as a black person to see that because that's a completely different experience isn't it that's is just traumatic and but I guess now um I think that was again it was the straw on the camel's back I think that sort of led me to that anger drove me to do a lot more um in my own life just mm. you know with the people around me um my own sort of circle to to do what we can on a local level to to change things and i think now it's become such a i guess pr productive really i i think that's probably the right word productive um sort of feeling because i guess i'm now more aware and more educated on racism yeah. than i was before because i had that fire in my belly saying do you know what this is happening this is still happening we're seeing it again and again it happened i think with you know every so often we do get these massive outcries with Sandra Bland it happened because you know that was such a horrific story and yeah sort of brought to news in a similar way of outrage as we should be we should be outraged by these things um and I think I guess each sort of cycle and each time we start caring again and and or you know 
we we sort of show up and particularly sort of white people start actually realizing and switching on and like acknowledging how bad it is i think that's when our feelings become stronger and we get mm. more of this anger and this like fire in our bellies to, to do something which eventually transforms into something more productive and something kind of more long-lasting i hope yeah. at least but yeah Thank you very much. Um, Saskia, how do you think that we, like, as people, can mm. continue that momentum going? Because obviously, like, no one wanted to see George Floyd dead. Like, no one wanted that. But he has been this huge catalyst in seeing all of this change around the world. So how do you think that we can get to a place where we continue this momentum going and it doesn't just stop and just become just another hashtag? I think it's really, it really kind of, the fact that it took something so, because this has been, as Jasmine just said, it's been happening and like, as like you as a black man would know from your own experiences, police brutality and like racism has, it's, it's just, has been there all the time. And the fact that it took something so horrific and emotive and like something that was filmed and went viral for like white people to, wake up like such as like me and like people who pro other white people who i know who have protested is mm. is kind of messed up <laughs> so but i think this time there has been a massive sort of like the outcry has been more intense and i think people especially white people just need to keep um like listening mm. yeah. yeah keep listening black experiences because um like experiences of people of color and i don't know whether jazz has noticed but i started noticing how like remembering because like half my family are brown and i started noticing how like they're treated different by like authority and if people like throughout my life i don't know you just like if you just keep thinking and like supporting black um businesses and stuff i don't i don't know i'm not an expert but I think it's just you've got to have you have to have you have to be involved like the moment for you to ignore it is over mm, definitely oh, and definitely. like yeah agreeing with like supporting black businesses because currently I am wearing a black owned business um I'm currently a melaninaire if you didn't already know I am melanin rich so you can head to like there are so many amazing black owned businesses in the uk and if we take the uk out of the equation just in oxfordshire in oxfordshire alone there are so many amazing black owned businesses that you can just support you can support yeah. today with a couple of pounds like it's it's that simple <laughs> like reposting and stuff is like good you're yeah. sharing not like actual progress has kind of come from economic like support of black and brown communities I was going to say what you said there um, is actually like the main point. It's like you know when you said you've seen your family that's got you know you have the side of the family that's brown, and it yeah just in this kind of clicks. So this is like my point. My point's always been that no matter what a brown and a black guy does in terms of protesting, to and excuse my this isn't ignorance. It's just me speaking. To other white people, it looks like oh there they go again. Don't yeah. Mean, oh, haven't they got it good haven't they got it great you know we'll look what we provided and it's just like what it takes for the change to happen and a lot of us said it and a lot of us agree with it it takes another white person to jump on board another like-minded white person to jump on board and say hold on that's not right yeah. we've got to change it and then you yeah that's said, exactly. 
and you've seen you know your brown family kind of like see how they get treated by just by the little bits of walking it's to the shop or buying something it just takes that one one little switch and once that's flicked you go also oh, there's another whole different world out there besides the yeah. world that i'm in yeah so, you know, and also well because there's many people who kind of find the idea of acknowledging privilege and all these kind of really subtle nuances they find them quite difficult to understand so you know they're you know i've actually had conversations with people who i know have spoken to a person of color about race and they sort of automatically get really defensive and that yeah. is just shuts down any possibility of of learning and of actually listening actively so it's such a shame and it shouldn't be this way at all but sometimes it's easier for a white person to get through to a white person because it feels like less of an attack so in, like, uh, in a yeah. way you get more power for being white because you know you kind of you have so much power to influence other white people yeah just find that, just find that you know, common ground with your other yeah sound, this is really sad but like yeah, me, yeah me and h find a common ground because we're both brown both pakistani yeah. both Muslim. me and d yeah. would find common ground because we're both black and brown we share the same principles we share the same yeah. same groups the same trials and tribulations but like you know sad to say myself and you we don't have that common ground yet because let's just say you know you we need to find a common denominator yeah like we just met each other yeah. but like now we're sat on this podcast like 45 minutes deep and we're already finding the common ground because you already found that ages ago with you know your own friends and the different lights yeah. so, and it's sad to say this but from what you said as well which was great um doesn't sound great but it was a great point that it had something tragic always has to happen for people to come yeah. together yeah yeah whether we yeah. see a death or, or annihilation or or, or, yeah. or a takeover, yeah. the, the minorities in the group always come together and they have to come together at this point. But we've got to have, we've got to have like, we've got to have other fellow white people on board with us. Yeah, yeah. I've always said this day, we like, and I said this to HJ today, like, we need like a, a Jeremy Corbyn before he became completely shifted out and done for what he was done for. But like, we need that strong figure to speak to people, her culture and her background to try and say, look, listen, I've got my people behind me. We've got to sort this out because this is wrong. Yeah. But no, it's yeah. Great. Yeah. Right. yeah, it shouldn't be only the responsibility of people of colour to sort out racism because we, white it's a people white have, it's a white, you know, it's it, it's mm -hmm. a lot of white problem and we need to do our bit. It's It's been too long of denial and absolute ignorance to yeah. the about racism yeah, amount of racism and oppression um and just crimes against humanity that have been committed by white people to people of color throughout all of history